The entire team at Emsolation want to acknowledge that we are gathered on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people. We want to recognise that we are recording and telling our stories on the stolen land of our country's first storytellers. We wish to pay our respects to all Wurundjeri elders and ancestors and to extend that respect to any First Nations peoples who listen to Emsolation. We recognise Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people's continued connection to the land and waters of this country and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Always was, always will be. You're about to hear an episode of The Marriage Diaries, an exclusive series created by Em and her husband, Scott, for our premium service, Emsolation Extra. There's never been a better time to join our extra family. You can sign up for less than $2 a week on a yearly plan, and you'll get two bonus episodes a week delivered to you in an exclusive feed via your favourite podcast app, Instagram close friends access, 20% off our merch, pre-sale ticket access, and so much more. You can sign up now at emsolation.supercast.com. My extra pals, well, you've arrived at part two of the Marriage Diaries Reunion Speciale. It's the one you've been waiting for. I know what I'm doing, mate. I chopped you off at part one just as we were going to discuss the press club, the truth behind why my husband, husband, why Scotty was absent. So this is where we're going to pick up. There's a lot of emotion in my voice. You're all going to hear it. I've loved being able to do this with my husband and I think we will make it semi-regular because just the feedback overwhelmingly from a lot of you is it helps you all in your relationships. All right, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna leave you in suspense any longer. Shall we get straight into it? Please enjoy part two of the Marriage Diaries Reunion Especiale. All right, next question. Here we go. My question is, how do you both deal with jealousy and insecurity when it comes to each other being around the opposite sex? Is jealousy an issue? It is not. Sometimes I get those feelings. Do um, you? No, no. Like, I don't think like, I've ever been jealous of anything, anyone, ever. Not really. <laughs> not really. But I do think, oh, if it kept going, like if it, if, say, you spent some time with someone and you felt and then it kept going, then I could see myself getting to that point. Do you know what I mean? Oh, that's I've nice. Pro- I've projected into the future. Do you? Yeah. Oh, I honestly think it would take me walking in nude, holding hands with but- another fellow for you to be like, <laughs> oh, What's going on here? Hang on a minute. <laughs> it's ain't right. Um, I'm certainly the jealous person of the two of us. Yeah, I don't even know when you're jealous or when you're joking, you know, when you do that thing Oh, yeah, no, me. I don't. You give me very little reason. The only thing I get jealous of is 
these stupid group chats with the bike boys that you're always laughing on and, like, I'm like, oh, God, another oh, another bike meme. Like, how funny can bikes fucking be, honestly? Like, oh, oh, oh his seat's too low. <laughs> like, honestly, how many messages can one group of men send each other? What's your group chat called, by the way? What's it called? What's his name? Strictly golf chat. Oh, he's such a fucking... How did I marry the most cis... Het white person on the face of me. It's it's unavoidable attraction. The thing is, jealousy. I am surrounded by men a lot, Mm. like gay men, Mm. straight men. Like I know, and I'm being completely honest. I would not be able to tolerate you having as many women around you as men that I have around yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely... And as much as anything, I think it's for you, it's you, that that your brain just going, popping off with creative possibilities rather than a deep a deep fear. But that's what drew me to you. maybe it's both. You never give me reason to doubt you in terms of you've never, ever made me... Your mum called me by your ex-girlfriend's name for the first year of our relationship. That was hard. Not ideal. <laughs> She called me Martha for a year. Yeah. And that was hard. That was really hard. But other than that, I have to say I've dated men who enjoyed trying to make me jealous because they saw it was very easy because I was so insecure. Oh, right. But you're just not a dude. I don't know. You are the most self-assured, confident human on the planet, that's for sure. You're very certain in yourself and your ability to move through the world. I would say that. I'd say your mum and dad did a very good job of that. And that drew me to you also. I think insecure men need to use jealousy as a weapon and you are not that. Mm. So we, we haven't got really any direct examples for Can that question. Stop worrying. Can you just No, just think about that question. Yeah, but I mean How do we how do you handle we don't really oh, well, we don't really When I'm it. feeling I just ask a lot of questions. But I think the idea that your partner is okay with making you feel insecure about your connection with them is the deeper problem. That's yeah. the issue. It's not. It's not. Yeah, they don't. Know, they don't care enough to allay those concerns or change even change behaviour. And also, in my experience, if a woman is feeling jealous and she's feeling like something's a bit off, nine times out of ten, she's right. And we discourage her to act on that first feeling. We we they'll get they'll be told they're being dramatic, sensitive. They'll be gaslit to the cows come home. But I think if you're having an inkling and you're feeling jealousy, I think that that initially you're probably right, and you need to sit down at that point. You know, don't go through someone's phone and check text messages. If you're getting to the point where you've got to be a private detective, then there's other things at play. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But in like this, we we have. So many issues, but that is not one No. <laughs> I love you. I do love you. Good. I do. Here Thank you. Here we go. Thank you. That's okay. All right. Lottie, this is going to go there, man. Is it? Are you ready? Oh, God. Question is for Scott. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah, there, there. Why did you book a job for the same day as M's press club address? Why didn't you move the job when you found out it clashed? Have you watched the address? I watched the address on the day. 
sent you a text message within Answer the two first minutes. part of the question. Well, this is going to do the facts. No, the first yes, question. have I watched it? Yes, twice. No, she asked you why mm-hmm. did you book that job? Uh, because I, I booked that job um, on that day because that was when it was happening and I didn't cross-check dates with you. That was why. It wasn't as though I knew that was there and I'm booking that in as well. I didn't cross-check the dates. I stuffed up the booking. The issue was I told you the date many times, mm. sent it to you, mm. like months and months and months and months, because I obviously needed a six-month runner. You didn't write it down. No. Didn't put it in your own calendar. And then when you sent me an email and you said, I need you to cover Elio on August 24th, 25th, 26th, because I've got a job. Yeah. And I initially thought you were taking the piss because that's the thing. That was the big date. That was like August 24th was like seared into my soul. And I just remember writing you back going, are you joking? <laughs> what? And no, my press club address is that day. So no, you won't be working. You'll be in Canberra with me. And then your response out of fear was, I'm not moving that job. Like you when would, you say out of fear, I think you reacted in a way that you wouldn't normally react. It was a strange. Yeah, I. I you dug in on it. Yeah, because you came, you end up coming out so hard, which is understand. And then I, I was sheltering. Mm. And by the time I came out of that, then I could have changed it. But then we were still in. You know, we're all. I was so. I think that is the thing in twenty-two years that has hurt me the most, is you not being at that press club address. I think, you know, of all the things that we've gone through, it was so out of character for you and every show I've ever done and every scary thing I've ever taken on, you've always been there opening night. Like I know that I can look out and see you smiling there, slightly amused, slightly bemused. (laughs) And so when I knew I was going to be facing that press club without you there, but I also became enraged that you wouldn't change it. And then when you offered to change it, I was so far gone on being angry with you. I didn't want to let you off the hook. Do you know what I mean? Like I was self-sabotaging in a way. Like I knew I wanted you there, but I didn't want to give you the satisfaction. Being off the hook for stuffing up in the first place. For putting me through the couple months of absolute term. Like I didn't speak to you for, I reckon, eight weeks. We were just kind of co- Like we were talking, but I completely backed out of the driveway on our relationship I wanted to, like, split up over it. I just genuinely, and I tend to take things, you know, way harder than they need to be taken, but that for me was a bit of a line in the sand with us. And and I remember just screaming at you, this press club address has become about your absence and not about what I'm trying to achieve. And every time I look back on it, I'm going to feel that not pride at what I did but that sting of rejection because you weren't there. But then I have to also remember that you multiple times tried to be there and I blocked it because I was so angry with you. It was awful. It was an awful time for us and for me. Mm. And because I stuffed it up and it was a bad stuff up and then you eventually, like, you got the email and checked and then you came out really hard at me and so then I sheltered. Like I said, I didn't have the clarity at that point to realise, hang on a minute, we can get 
both of this to work. Mm. I can get this, both this work quite comfortably and mm. easily. And then we were in the mm. we we're in the Cold War thing or what mm. you know. It was. And then you said, "Well, why don't you just do it?" And I'm like, "Well, I didn't. Then I didn't know if you wanted me there. You know what I mean? I didn't. Again, discouraged. Like I could have just gone. No, I'm going to be there. I could have walked. You know, I what honestly mean? thought I did think you were gonna. Just do it again yeah. without. I just thought that you would. That's my that's my strength and weakness. I thought I was going to wake up and you were just going to be at there, the hotel. Yeah, and, and so a mate of mine, he just said it on a text. Just just go, just do it, mate. Don't worry, just go. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if she wants me. So I'm not excusing myself. I'm just saying that's sort of the things that happened. It was brutal, um, and my parents pulled out as well the week before <laughs> mm. because. I wonder if I wondered with they, that one if they were sort of they were anxious. No, they were just anxious. But also, I wonder if they were balancing out the scenario that I'd created. No, they were I, I just did, anxious. I did wonder about that. Like, not it wasn't. I know they've been a bit sketchy at times. I, you know, in some things. My mum. But and I wondered. Dad, I wondered if they were balancing my stuff up out. No, no? they were not. Okay. My mum could not believe that you weren't going to be there. Mm. She was wild at so you. So therefore, she was so that mad mean, at you. Yeah, I know. No, and my dad, like, my dad was so disappointed in you. And it, yeah. my dad loves Scott the most. Like, just so you all know, Scott Barrow is Vince. No, Rossiano. he loves Emmy and and Elio the most, and the girls <laughs> too. No, but he loves you. He loves you. Your dad is a champion. My dad, and you let, like, oh, you, fucked up. Yeah, you let Vincey down, and he mm. just and like, he said to me. <laughs> He said, I'm sorry, Em. And I was like, oh, for my dad, just, I was just like, ugh. But then they pulled out anyway. And my parents do that because I understand it now. They get really anxious and nervous for me. So they want to minimise distraction, yeah. minimise the chance of Yeah, they just, they're just, they just. So I had no family there. But I had my chosen family. I had Michael Lucas and I had his husband and Jamila and Claire. And they all flew in, especially for me. But I remember at the time lying about it. I lied about it on the pod. Like I said, oh, Scott's staying behind because it's easier for Elio and my parents are staying to, you know, help stuff out. And I remember just thinking I was mad that I had to protect your shitty decision. So I can talk about it now without it. And this is probably the first meaningful conversation we've had about it since it happened. But I just, I regret not allowing you to be there but I wish that you had fucking just tried harder and actually shown up. Yeah, and that's that same thing about being discouraged, not from your fault or anything like that, but just me sort of looking for um, consensus or collaboration on decisions rather than just going, boom, I'm going to do that. Yeah. So anyway, that's not the main issue here. Yeah. So that was that's a good question. That was hard. And, yeah, I watched it um, and I sent her a text message minutes after you did it? Yeah. I've watched it twice. I've never watched it. Why not? I can't. Because it reminds you of how you felt? Um, not this part, but also no, while you're doing it? I have a certain memory of it in my mind, and because I'm so hard on myself, I'm afraid if I watch it, mm. I'll nitpick, my, oh, you stumbled um, over that word, yeah, you spoke yeah, too yeah. fast there, no, no, you no. looked weird, you shouldn't have said that. So I have this perfect memory of it. Good. Now, yeah. Don't watch it. My colleague Cameron Schwab, who I love very much and respect and admire very much, he says that um, he, he told me this quote about artists and creators. You know, artists will never look at their work again once they've painted it because it, it has a potential to kill creativity because you bring in judgment. Mm. So then when you go to the next one, so once you've painted it and finished it, it's done, it's gone. 
you can see how that would pollute the next anyway, So I hear that in what you're saying. Mm-hmm. One of the things I've wanted to hear. Mm. Oh, God, that's hectic. I just wanted to ask you, a lot of people in relationships or single people listen to us in the hope of, like, hearing the magic bullet or finding something they can say to their partner to finally kind of unlock a better way mm. for them to mm. be. Like, what would you say to that? Well, sometimes there might be a thing to unlock and sometimes there's not. No, change happens in lots of different ways. Sometimes there is a momentic seismic shift or an aha moment or sometimes it's it's just an accumulated brick by brick thing. Mm. Um, so just be careful of the the idea that you have about how change would occur. Mm. One last question. This one's really important. We talked a lot about the domestic load on the last time we were together. Have you improved and do you think there is room for improvement and are you willing to make it? Yes, I'm willing. Yes, there's room for improvement. And, well, I feel like if I keep going on with the last week, I will improve. And I think I think I have, a, you know, you know me, like in my way that I change, I probably change slow and steady. So I think I have. Mm. But the consistency and the volume. That's it. Yeah. For me, so, I would rather consistency than you having four really good days and then you're like, okay, where's my parade and my fucking medal? I've done all this work. No, I did it. Hang I'm on complaining. No, I don't, I've done it. I don't do that. You know, you're not Joe Pesci, but you get what I mean. No, no, but I don't go, oh, give me, I don't give me a medal. I don't do anything. No, of that. but you do sometimes come out hard because you realise I've dropped the ball here and you're really good for a few days. Mm. And then you realise how fucking boring and monotonous it is and then you're out again and then we have the same fight because you realise how boring and shit it is. Mm. So I want you to sustain half of what you, you, do you know what I mean? Consistency is more important than quantity because that's my main issue with you and and if you're all cishet relationships, I think if you surveyed all the women, they would have the same issue is... I love you, I love being married to you, but you're really quite happy for me to do all the work with our relationship and making it spicy and romantic and interesting, with making sure our kids' lives is ticking over, with making sure there's food in the cupboard, with making sure there's meals, with making sure we have nice holidays. All of those things, you're quite happy for me to do all that. You just are. You don't ever feel, oh, shit, she's doing way more than me. I I feel a bit uncomfortable about that. I better pick up, like I would feel uncomfortable with that because that's the way society's conditioned us. That's the woman's work. So how can I make you less comfortable with me doing (laughs) the bulk of the labour that keeps our family afloat? Because that's probably my only concern with us and with you. If I'm being completely honest, everything else you're pretty good at. But that, and I look at you in the eye on a camera with microphones in front of our face I need you to be consistently better and take more of the load of the curation of our life. Like, is that fair? And I'm not saying you do nothing, by the way. I'm not saying that. You don't do enough, in my opinion. Is that fair? Oof, I feel sweaty. Like, I really feel like... That's hard for you? And I, I didn't want you to feel attacked and I wanted to say it in a way that it would infiltrate your ears... Do you know what I mean? Like I didn't want you to start pedalling backwards with. You wanted to communicate effectively. Yes. 
did I? <laughs> what? Did I achieve that? What did you laugh then for? I don't know what you're going to say. Why did you laugh? Because I'm. sometimes I laugh at inappropriate times. No, there was a reason. I, there's no reason. Okay. So what's your question? <laughs> Communication. Is it Am fair? I you, you, said, you said, is it fair? Yes, it's fair. Oh, my God. Wait, can we just... We just said a lot. Just ground yourself. Breathe out. Breathe. Good for her. Jesus Christ. It's fair? Yeah. Okay. Right, great. Thanks for joining us this week, everybody. <laughs> that was all we wanted. No. no okay. I'm joking. I'm joking. Next step. How can we make it better? Give me the list. Let me do it. Get out of my way. I'll do it. But you're making me write the list. You right. No, 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 no. You tell me. Three years, you should instinctively know what well, we need. Well, we need to. What I'm saying, when I say give me a list, I mean, we need to both need to know the things that. Okay. You know what I mean? We have well, to. We have to know. But you are putting the responsibility on me to no, make the responsibilities I, less. Was a sloppy language. Sorry about that. Okay, to be continued. <coughs> it's fucking. This is. This is. Jesus. This was the best therapy we've ever had. All we need is cameras and an audience. <laughs> Performative. <laughs> All right. Thanks for being here. It's all right. Off you go to Pilates. Have oh a little snack. Oh, my God. Stop calling it Pilates. It is that, but it's not about that. What? I feel like I feel like you use that as a, like a, a trivialisation. Absolutely I do. Yeah. Because you do go. you know the two of us who should fucking be doing you. Pilates? The person who has you. grown three enormous children and pisses herself when she laughs. That's who needs to be doing Pilates. But no, this guy gets to do his weekly Pilates session. It doesn't have to be so either or. Hel- it doesn't have to be either or. Oh. It, it does because no, when, it does who's not. holding up the? When am I getting my stuff done? You're getting it done. Am I? We're gonna. We remember we hadn't got around to our time. <laughs> There's so many lists that need to be made. Go on, go work on your pelvic floors. Off you go. He's rolling his eyes so hard. I love you. I love you. Bye. Bye. I'm so extra.